0: and most trusted source for up-to-date information. And now, your host, Ryan Coleman, with Hometown Realty.
1: All right, welcome everyone. Welcome, welcome to Real Estate with Ryan on a Saturday. Excited to be with you in the studios, talking a little bit about a real estate. Today, on Saturday, I'm in here hobbled, hobbled. It's that time of year, so we're playing a little golf. I know you guys can't see me, but you guys on social media, I've got my brace on. So, if you're like most most golfers, if you're like me, I'm a hack golfer. i was out there hitting some balls, out, out there spending a little time on the golf range. You know, enjoying the nice, peaceful weather, and uh, just get away from work. I mean, 2020, guys, it's been a wild year. If you're business owners like I am, and you got to step away from the work. You know, we got homeschool going on. I've got my wife over here, and got my employees, and I have got my clients, and it's. I told one of my clients yesterday, I said, hey, I'm going to hit some golf balls. I'm going to step away. He's like, that's good, Ryan. Needless did he know that uh, I go to the golf range and now I have tendonitis in my hand. So if it ain't something, it is going to always be something. That's for sure this year. It's just one of those crazy years. Anything could happen. So hobbled, one hand, still in studios, excited to bring you Real Estate with Ryan. Thank you guys for tuning in. we got a good show. If you're tuning in for the first time, as always, we try to bring you the up-to-date information on the real estate market. Again, I'm your host, Ryan Coleman, owner of Hometown Realty. My lovely wife couldn't be here. She sends all the love. But as you know, school's back in session, and April is now teacher, mother, owner. So she has her hands full. It was kind of cute. I was leaving And uh, just kind of side note before we get into the show, and we were were chatting a little bit, and then I watched my wife start working with my daughter, and they were working on Bible verses and different things about respect and discipline, and I just kind of sat back and go, oh, wow. It's just, you know, what goes on now that all the parents across the country that are homeschooling or the parents that are sending them out to school is just so much for the parents. So special prayers for all the parents and everybody out there that's dealing with this. Got a lot on their plate, and uh, we're praying for you. And just know this, we'll get through it. It's it's obviously, my daughter's a little headstrong, little Kinsley's a little headstrong, so... Her and mama were at it, so I had to get out of the house. It makes you appreciate, though, as a father, it makes you appreciate watching what your wife does and molding your daughter. And I said, well, God's given us certain giftings. I need to get to the office because (laughs) I don't have the patience for it. So she's got her hands full. We got a good show for you guys. We're talking about condos. Condos, investment properties out of state. Do you buy that fake vacation home, that waterfront condo? What's the difference in buying a condo versus single family? So we're going to talk about warrantable condos and non-warrantable condos. And then we'll talk in the second half of the show, we'll talk about the risk of owning that beachfront property or waterfront property out of state. How do you balance the risk? I mean, do you manage it yourself? Do you hire a management company? What could go wrong? We'll talk about all that and a little bit of our experience and what we're dealing with and buying property out of state. Let's talk about condos in general. What's the difference between warrantable and non warrantable? I had to learn, we, we learned this the hard way, but there is a big, big difference between warrantable and non warrantable. And really, it's just a guideline on what the banks will actually loan on. So, some of the bigger lenders, your Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and FHA, they have certain guidelines on what they require. For Warrantable and non-warrantable. Basically, to make it very simply, warrantable condos, you can get all the normal financing. FHA, uh, VA, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. Non-warrantable means that it does not meet their guidelines and you have to source another source of funding. Now, that becomes challenging, especially if you have a larger property that you're buying. Maybe you need to borrow money. Rates are really great right now. Uh, working with a client yesterday, we put him under contract. I want to say he was in the low twos. He said, Ryan, I just got just to- a great rate. I can't pass up this great rate. was just super excited. And uh, it really is a time now that if you're ever going to buy something, we kind of thought about it for us, um, getting into a little bit of the story, but talking about buying something out of state, if you are and you're going to borrow money, we're well, not buy it, at the, borrow it at the cheapest rate that's available out there. And so those are really great, ap- great options now. Talking about the warrantable condo, how do you find out if it's warrantable Let's say you're making a purchase out of state. Maybe you're you guys are out of state and buying one of our cabins in Severeville, Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg area. Maybe you're getting a condo down there. How about you're, you're buying something out of state? Where do we where do we go? What do we find? It is not that easy to find whether it's warrantable or non-warrantable. Um, one of the biggest things to think about when you're looking on a warrantable condo is that 10% of the annual budget must go to reserves. So really big on that. And then I think the second thing so is that no more than half of the units have to be owner-occupied or, or vice versa. So it can't be over 50% that are rental. Okay, And the thought on there, I think, from the lender is that if they're all um, rental and if something happened in the marketplace, then the last thing that would happen that the condo financially could be insolvent. And then more of them, those values that are in the neighborhood, let's say they're investment properties and the first ones to go if the market did crash or things became difficult, what we saw back in 08 and 12, then the rental properties are the first to go. So lenders find that very, very risky. And so in those condos, that's why they have the guidelines. Now, FHA offers a list for warrantable condos on their website. But when you go to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, it's not that easy. And so that's where it becomes challenging, especially if you're buying something like waterfront condos or something in a out of state that is um, high demand, uh, but there's some restrictions with it. One of your best resources will be a great agent in your area or out of state that can help you walk through it. Some of your private banks, they have a list of the warrantable condos and non warrantable condos. You will have to do some homework. Um, When we purchased our property out of state in Florida, It was really not clear-cut. And I had to get on the phone and make some calls. Some lenders had had it listed, some did not. Some thought we could go Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, some thought we not. It, It was very challenging. I would say if you're an agent in another market and you're selling those kind of properties, make sure you know how to finance it. Make sure you know your financing. And I was shocked to see that most of the agents had no idea of whether it was warrantable or non-warrantable, what the guidelines were on that. Um, Even the lender didn't really even 100% understand what was going on. Fannie Mae has something called a streamline, and we won't get into the weeds on that, but basically there's some guidelines for Fannie Mae on buying a condo that is kind of warrantable, non-warrantable. And if you have a certain credit score, you're putting a certain amount of money down, they have a questionnaire that they ask the uh, HOA condo association. And so that condo association, if they do a streamline, that streamline makes it very, very easy, limited questions, and basically makes it go through pretty quickly. Um, again, case by case basis. So you want to do your homework. Um one of the biggest things we talk about on the HOA, what's one of the things that condos are non-warrantable, and what you need to look at. So I'll give you an example. Our condo, nothing wrong with the condo. One of the biggest issues that you'll run into is, is if, if there's any litigation regarding the condo that will make them non-warrantable condos. And I say, they say, well, Ryan, what do you, what do you mean litigation? Well, as you know, with a condo, you own your part have rights to the common area. This particular condo had a lawsuit from a previous developer over the gym, over the gym space, but yet it's attached to the dwelling and all common owners have rights to that or not have rights to that. So guess what? That right there had a lot of lenders that would not do it. Um, Operating as a hotel or a motel kind of called a condo tail. And so if you ever bought property that's out of state, they call it a condo tail. Well, basically that means where anybody where you have guest services like a hotel, where they have a front reception desk and they're checking in, those are not allowed under Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. More than 15% of the units have a project of 60 days or more delinquent on their HOA dues. One of the first documents that you want to get, if you're considering a hotel, I say hotel, <laughs> condo, hotel, motel. If you're considering a condo purchase out of state, is you want to get the HOA guidelines and the budget's reserves. You won't. Sometimes you'll find that that the agents have it, and some you'll have to go through the HOA to talk about it. Why that is so so important, so you don't spend money on an appraisal. We we you know we got fifteen hundred dollars into an inspection, and guess what? It's either managed by still the owners or builder development. They don't have proper reserves or there's money that's put aside that they're delinquent, like they say, on the HOA dues, and it's going to draw a red flag. So that's important as well. Um, They require membership as a golf country club or a country club. We're coming on this break. We'll talk more about buying a condo, warrantable, non-warrantable, and then buying property out of state, how we can help
2: you with that. Stay tuned. At Genesis Real Estate Title, the homeowner comes first. Did you know that it's the buyer's choice when it comes to a title company? Locally owned and operated and serving Knoxville and surrounding communities, Genesis Real Estate Title was built on the belief that a local company is your best choice for personal service. With 19 years experience, Carla Long's focus has always been on serving you. Genesis Real Estate Title offers free consults to home buyers to educate them about title insurance and closing before starting the purchasing process. Call 865-454-8000 Genesis Real Estate Title, the beginning to securing your investment. If you're wanting to purchase a new home but have questions about rates, programs, and costs, you need to call Chris Hograff with Gateway Mortgage Group. He has 17 years of lending experience in Knoxville and would love to help. Chris will happily answer all of your questions and then he'll get you the best mortgage loan with the lowest rate. Also, Gateway Mortgage does not sell your loan after closing. You'll be their client for life. Come see how quick and stress-free it is to get quickly approved with Chris Hogreff. Call him at 257-7777 to set an appointment to visit him at his office on Cedar Bluff. NMLS 287,
3: Hey Knoxville, Laura Ingram here. Thinking about selling your home with all the headaches that most people experience? Well, not all real estate agents operate the same. You have someone right here in your own backyard you can trust if you need to sell your home. I'm talking about Ryan Coleman of Hometown Realty. His system outmarkets and outsells 99% of other agents in the Knoxville area. Ryan spends thousands of dollars every week on marketing and he drives more buyers to your home, resulting in a home selling faster and for more money. Ryan has been voted by Knoxville News Sentinel as one of the best realtors in your area. What I like is when you call Ryan, you get Ryan. You're not passed off to another agent. And don't worry about getting stuck owning two homes or no home at all. Ryan guarantees to sell your home at a price and deadline acceptable to you or he'll buy it himself. How cool is that? You can also listen to Ryan right here every Saturday on Talk Radio 92.3 FM and AM 760, or just call Ryan directly at 693-SOLD. That's 693-7653, or go to ryancoleman.org and start packing.
0: Welcome back. This is Real Estate with Ryan your hometown expert. Ryan talks all things real estate and gives you the most up-to-date information on the Knoxville market and surrounding counties. Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty.
1: All right, we're back in the studios. We're talking a little real estate on the other side of the break. Talking about condos, buying that investment property out of state. Is it warrantable? Is it non-warrantable? And I was talking before I went on the show in the studio today. And April was like, tell us about our experience, honey. Tell them them what we did. Tell them all the challenges. So there's the inspiration for the show. Uh, So we've been where you guys are at, and we're talking about condos, whether you buy them warrantable, non-warrantable. I was on break, and I was chatting with Nick a little bit about it. He wanted to remind me of a great point. Talked about, obviously, in the Pigeon Forge, Sevierville, Gatlinburg area. You know, last year a year before, we ranked one of the top in the country for investment properties. I think recently this year, we're four or five. So what does that say? You see so many people in the Pigeon Forge, Great Smoky Mountain area, come to our area for those investment properties. We just listed another cabin here recently, another offer on it rapidly. So It's great to see the Sevierville market, Pigeon Forge market, really moving. I know We had uh, some problems maybe eh, 2012, 2013, on all the way to probably 16, 17. But it's great to see that market thriving. Even with the corona and everything going on, we're still seeing a great push out there. So if you guys are thinking about buying or selling out there, definitely reach out to us. Got a lot of buyers that we're working, investors, and obviously we need some great sellers to help out there. So... We're talking about the warrantable, non-warrantable, and on the other side of the break, we talked about that the condo tell. So if it's treated as a condo, but it's like a hotel where there's a service desk, that's not going to fly to be warrantable, okay? Doesn't include manufactured homes. Obviously, residential or commercial space can exceed more than 35% of the project and uh, cannot be a continuing care facility. Well... What else would you run into? Let's say if you're going to buy something like that. Let's say it's non-warrantable. What are the issues? And one of the biggest issues why you want to look at if you're buying something out of state. I always say that the the mo- two most important decisions you're going to make is the purchase and the exit strategy, right? And so when you purchase a property, you want to get the best financing on it. You you want to you want to do your homework, do your diligence. And then you want to say, well, what if I ever do sell? At least that's how I look at properties. Not that I'm going to, it may be my forever home, or this isn't going to be investment that I plan to keep forever, but things changed. I want to make sure that if I do sell this investment condo that's out of state, can I do it quickly? You know, because real estate's not liquid. There's a process. In the old Murphy's Law, you, you, as soon as you need to do something, you know, rates are 18%, right? Those things happen. So we always got to be prepared for that, and being able to be warrantable versus non-warrantable means there's a larger pool of buyers for that property. If you can go Fannie Mae, FHA, VA, you're always going to have a steady stream of buyers that can qualify, usually with lower down payment, great interest rates. But what do we do when we have that non-warrantable And it's your condo on the oceanfront. They don't make any more of that prime real estate or it's somewhere that just for whatever reason, that lawsuit that's involved, that's going to be temporary, may take a year, it may take two years. It's eventually probably going to dissolve, but you're going to miss the opportunity. Rates are super right now. Why not take an advantage? Well, what do we do? Well, you probably do like we did. And you are going to search for a lender that's going to do something non-warrantable. Now, that is a a decision in its whole process. So I'll try to speed through this. I probably could go two shows on it. Um, And then we'll kind of try to touch at the end of the show, kind of the risk of having investment property out of state and things you need to think about. Okay. So talking about finding a lender there, you want to find probably more your community banks. Uh, Some of your mortgage brokers are an opportunity. It is not where I suggest it. And a lot of your community banks have something called a portfolio loan. Portfolio loan means they keep the loan in-house. They have their own rules, have their own guidelines. Uh, Guess what? You're going to pay a little bit higher rate. So these portfolio loans means more than likely it's going to be an adjustable rate mortgage. A lot of people say adjustable rate mortgage and we pump the brakes. I'm with you. I'm with you. Trust me. But there's a challenge at risk versus reward where in real estate, I was showing some condos that we had downtown in Regas, and we were uh, potentially working on an offer. Great couple lawyers. um, They're having their second, maybe third child due. And he said, Ryan, I should have made an offer back when they were developing these. And we could get in with a certain deposit but we just weren't there. We didn't, we were nervous. I said, I get it. I wish (laughs) I would have bought it then because now I can see what the pricing is and where things are going for. And that's the challenge with real estate. It's always timing. And sometimes it's stocks, real estate. If you get in at the right time, you use that gut decision. Well, sometimes it's going to pay off well for you. But we talked about that opportunity and we go to those condos. So we say, Why would you do that loan? Well, on those loans, it's a fixed year, a certain period of time, and they may require a larger down payment. Keep that in mind. But you have to look at the project as an overall. If there's that kind of demand for it, one of the suggestions is make sure you do your homework. No matter how you finance the property, make sure you look at those other sales in the last 12 months, in the last 16 months, in that development. Look at what they sold for. Just because the market's hot, just because there's limited inventory, doesn't mean that the values have shot up 30 40%. Now, that being said, some areas like Florida was coming out of a um, lockdown. Pretty much they were shut down, then COVID was coming back. And so markets lag in timeframe. So what we were here in East Tennessee, when we were in Florida, they weren't catching up. Well, that condo now, all the owners are getting full price Above price inventory, as soon as it hits the market, it's gone. And so that challenge with that is, if we didn't secure that property in a, in a development, more than likely wouldn't be there. Let's talk a little bit about on the condos. Um, and we'll finish this and we'll go into the pros and cons of kind of investing in that real estate. Now you bought the condo. How do we how do we tie that and manage that investment and some of the pros with that? But ending on that non-warrantable condo, do your homework. Be able to act quickly. Make sure that you put a good deposit. The number one thing that I'm going to tell you, we always talk about this show. We do it every week. We talk about getting an agent that you can trust. This is the first purchase that I've ever bought out of state where I was a fishing out of water. I didn't know anybody, didn't know who to go to, didn't know any vendors. That makes it scary because most of the areas I knew a good agent. I look at him every morning in the mirror so I could help him. But in an out-of-state market, I couldn't do it. And so it was very, very hard for me. And I can tell you the number one thing that you can do in an out-of-state market is link up with a good agent. Look at their track record. Look how many homes they've sold. Look at the experience on what you're buying. Are they selling condos? Do they have great referrals? Let's talk about that investment property. Do they have good vendors? HVAC, repairman, handyman? Do they have good painters? How about property management? We'll get into that in just a minute on the cost of property management. These are all things, and have they had other sales in that development? And they need to be very knowledgeable about your marketplace. One of the biggest challenges, if they don't know your marketplace or they challenge, they move you know, from different places, different areas, they may not be the right fit for you. So find your agent is the most important process in communication. One of the pros and cons of buying out-of-state investment now you've got your condo. What do you do with it? Are you going to do it? Are you going to do a VRBO or are we going to hire a management company? There's a lot of different opportunities out there to invest in real estate that you can make a lot of money. Some of the sites that you want to consider are VRBO, Booking.com. we got FlipKey.com, HouseTrip, Kid & Co. All these are great opportunities to list your properties and make a little extra income. Keep in mind, as this investment property, if you're a business owner like me, there's a great opportunity, not only just buying the condo investment property, but tax-wise. You can buy that property, and if you have 14 days that are rented consistently across the year, guess what? You're going to be able to write some of those expenses off. Ordinary necessary cost of doing business. We have hosting fees, tax, insurance, utility costs, property management fees, all a write-off. I encourage you to get with your financial investor. They can walk you through that. I think the biggest decision you're going to make as we close on the show is how are you going to manage it? Do you feel comfortable doing it VRBO? Just depends. That's going to be a game time decision. I would, I would interview property management. Some of those can be expensive. They can run from 15% to 40% in these vacation areas. So do your homework, do your research, check your reviews. And uh, biggest tip is If they have a Facebook marketplace of the community, get in touch with other owners in the neighborhood. Sounds big, but they have other recommendations that they use that already service that area and may be a great resource to you. Every week, we appreciate you coming here to Real Estate with Ryan. We're talking about the up-to-date information in the real estate market. You guys know we support our Vols. Proud corporate sponsor of University of Tennessee Athletic Department. If you need us for anything real estate related, it's the easiest number in real estate. 693-SOLD or visit me at RyanColeman.org. We'll see you next week.
0: Thank you for tuning in. You can reach out to Ryan anytime at 693-SOLD. Look us up on Facebook or visit him online at RyanColeman.org. And make sure to join us every Saturday at 1, only on News Talk 98.7. W-O-K-I.